Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the What's Up St. Charles podcast. I'm Nate. And I'm Nick. And we're going to have a phenomenal episode as we're going to be talking about the upcoming Chicagoland Tour de Cure bike ride, which is going to be coming here to St. Charles in August. And it's going to be hosted through the American Diabetes Association. So we have the uh, director of development, Kayla Carter, uh, as well as the manager of donor relations, Olivia Martin, here to talk about uh, the rate or talk about the bike ride and all the cool things going on with it. So, guys, welcome to the podcast. It's great to see you. Awesome. Thank you, Nate. Thank you, Nick. We're happy to be here. Thanks, yeah, guys. Absolutely. Well, we're glad that we were able to do this, you know, especially over Zoom. Makes it easy so we don't have to, because I know you guys, you, you guys are in the city, so you don't have to commute as far. So, <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> so yeah, um, let's get to talking about you guys a little bit before we get to talking about the, the bike ride. So, um, you know, can you tell us how long you guys have been with uh, American Diabetes uh, Association for? And just for everyone's reference, we're going to say ADA from now on because it is a little bit of a mouthful for me. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, and uh, how you guys have enjoyed uh, coming out to St. Charles and the times that you've come out here. Absolutely. So my name is Kayla Carter. Um, I'm the director of development for the Illinois and Wisconsin markets. Um, I've been with the ADA for roughly five years now. August will be my fifth year anniversary, so super exciting. Um, and St. Charles is awesome. It's such a great community, and we're so grateful to be a part of the community this year through our Chicago Land Tour Cure event this year, and we're so grateful for your support as well. Olivia? Yeah, thanks, Gila. I'm Olivia Martin. I'm the Manager of Donor Relations for the ADA Illinois and Wisconsin pod. Um, just last week was my one-year anniversary with the ADA. Um, yeah, Congratulations. very exciting. Um, it's been a really great first year. Um, I was I joined just in time last year to see tour for the first time, um, so that was a great experience. Um, and on Wednesdays, Kayla and I have been coming out to do the bike rides with Sammy's bikes, um, and it's been awesome. really nice to see the Pollyanna uh, patio. is It's such a beautiful little brewery spot, and then right downtown to just see how the river comes in and everything around that. St. Charles is just like a gorgeous little downtown area. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we're glad that you guys could come out and, you know, choose, you know, St. Charles as the the host uh, destination for uh, the, the Tour to Cure. So, um, you know, how did you guys get started in the, the nonprofit industry? Was ADA your guys' first, you know, time in that, you know, industry? Or have you guys worked in the nonprofit and then, you know, found your way to, you know, ADA? Or what's kind of the some of the stories that you guys have? Yeah, absolutely. So I've always wanted to help people. I always felt like that was my main purpose in life. Um, so I started off as an intern um, with the ADA in 2016 uh, while I was obtaining my bachelor's degree. Um, and then in 2018, I applied to an entry-level role um, and just started my career off at the ADA. So the ADA has been my first and only nonprofit so far. Awesome. <laughs> Mine's a little bit different than Kayla. ADA is my third nonprofit in my career. Um, and I kind of got into it because I minored in political science in college, and we talked a lot about how nonprofits make change politically. And I always thought that was very interesting to me. Um, so I decided to go the route of nonprofit work, and then I kind of just fell into the fundraising role rather than on the advocacy side. Um, and I think it works for me. I, I really enjoy it. So, yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, with your guys' time in the nonprofit, what is kind of you know, as you talked about with some of your experiences, you know, that passion to help people, is that what kind of has driven you there? Or, you know, what are some things that kind of inspire you through your times, you know, working in the nonprofit industry and such like that? Yeah, um, I would definitely say in regard to helping people living with diabetes, uh, number one is it's personal for me. Um, so my mother lived with type 2 diabetes and has for years. Um, and so her sister, my aunt, 
um, also lives with type 2 diabetes, and obviously they both have um, a lot of complications, unfortunately, with type 2 diabetes. Um, and my grandmother, which is their mother, has um, type 2 complications at the age of 62. So helping my family, of course, is certainly a priority for me. And number two, um, I think everyone living with diabetes should have support. So, you know, physically, mentally, emotionally, financially, too. Um, as diabetes is a 24-7 disease. Um, so those mm -hmm. are definitely the two factors that, that drive me to help people every day. Absolutely. And Olivia, how about you? Um, for me, I got started, you know, in more mission-driven work pretty young. I've been, I was a Girl Scout from kindergarten through my senior year in high school. So awesome. <laughs> a lot of fundraising, selling the cookies. Um, my troop leader at one point um had some health complications. So we did some fundraising and volunteering to help her. Um, and so the mission driven work was really kind of ingrained in me from very young. Um, I don't have as strong a personal connection to diabetes as Kayla does. Um, but growing up, my mom has always been in the healthcare space and she sees a lot of patients that have complications from diabetes. Um, yeah. And just now in my career, I'm kind of connecting all the dots to everything that she told me growing up um, about diabetes and you know, some complications that their patients were having to what work I'm actually doing now. So I found even more a new kind of uh, rewarding experience with the ADA through that and being able to connect with my mom and the work she does as well that way. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's so cool how, you know, all the roads lead there, you know, between family and, you know, just passions from, you know, experiences before. So, I mean, ADA is so lucky to have you guys because you both are phenomenal. It's been awesome working with you guys over the past couple months. So, you know, they really got some good ones. So <laughs> thanks, Nate. So does the business alliance and you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so I, I guess in, in theme with the bike ride, are you guys, do you guys consider yourselves biking enthusiasts yourselves? Um, I love biking. I'm very leisure, but not a cyclist. But um, I live in the city, so Olivia and I both live in the city. So there's bike trails everywhere, right on the street yeah. and um, that whole lakefront. So it's especially nice in the summertime to, to ride up our bikes on, on the lakefront. So I love bikes, but very leisure. Yeah, I got much more into biking during the pandemic when I was living with my parents. They live right next door to a huge um, bike trail that goes through the whole county that they live in. Oh, wow. um, but since moving to the city, I have fell off a little bit. It's obviously a different biking environment than in the summers sure. with my parents. Right. <laughs> um, but I do still love to take my bike along the bike trail on like a Sunday afternoon. Or something. Well, that's awesome. And then what are your uh, some of your favorite moments with since you've been with the ADA? Yeah, I have so many. So I started mm -hmm. off um, in 2016 as an intern. So um, from then, I would definitely say one of my favorite moments at the ADA um, was when I received my first promotion. Um, so not only was I able to continue to support my family, um, but I would be able to um, take on new challenges, right, and help um, even more people living with diabetes in Illinois. Um, and I would definitely say working through the pandemic, um, it has been challenging, but I think we're getting back into the space of um, pre-pandemic numbers and things like that and, and events. So um, still still doing the work of, of 20, but <laughs> it's all worth <laughs> it um, and just kind of working through that. So those are a couple of my favorite moments. That's awesome. And Olivia, you? Yeah, I mean, obviously I don't have as much time in the ADA as Kayla, but right off the bat when I started my career here, 
I have a really strong mission moment for me. We have um, camps for kids with type one in the summertime. Um, and we do like a VIP day where we're able to go to the camp and see the facilities and interact with some of the kids. I was able to do that the first week that I was here last summer. Um, and it was a really strong mission moment for me just to see the kids in an environment that they felt safe and secure and to see what, you know, the work that we're doing to, goes towards the benefit. Absolutely. So, well, that'll wrap up our, or we're getting close to wrapping up our first one. We got a silly question for you guys now, as we like to keep lighthearted and fun here on the podcast. So you guys ready? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Perfect. So the silly question for our podcast today is that if you had to pick a team of celebrities to be on your team for the Chicagoland Tour to Cure, who would be on your team and why? And uh, we'll leave it to whoever wants to start first. Yeah. Um, I would definitely pick the Waynes family. So like specifically the Waynes brothers, they are okay. super funny. Um, I'm pretty sure they're athletic. Um, and I know they would have a great time participating in the event <clears throat> and laugh the entire time. So definitely the Waynes brothers for me. Okay. <laughs> First and foremost for me, I think would be Nick Jonas. He lives with type one. Um, and when I was growing up, you know, when he came out with his diagnosis, it was a big deal for everybody in my middle school. Right. Um, so I think it'd be easy to convince him to join my team and fundraise. Um, and second, I think would be Taylor Swift. I went to the Eras tour a few weeks ago and awesome. she has amazing stamina to be able to dance around on the, <laughs> on the stage for three and a half hours. I think she could kill it on the bike. Absolutely. Those are phenomenal picks. Nick, do you have any picks for if you had a team who you'd throw on there? Well, got to go Michael Jordan. Oh, okay. yeah. Michael Jordan would probably be uh, number one for me. Yeah. All right. That's a good pick. What about you, Nate? You know, I would probably throw like, you know, Paul Kinierko and Jim Tomey from the White Sox on there uh, just because I'm interested in hearing how they went through the, the World Series and won it. So back in 2005. So but we're sports nerds. So that's why we choose the sports guys. <laughs> you guys are trying to do lots of talking on your bike ride. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> so that'll wrap up our first part. We're going to go into our second part shortly, where we're going to talk about the, the tour de cure itself and all the amazing things that you'll be able to catch that day. So we'll be right back after these commercial messages. everyone welcome to the break between the podcast it's nate you might notice i sound a little bit different because i'm recording this here in our podcast studio versus via zoom so if you know it's a little bit of audio difference that's why so i hope you are enjoying the episode so far it was great talking to kayla and olivia about uh, the chicagoland tour to cure and the american diabetes association this event's gonna be phenomenal so hope if you are interested go check it out i hope you can come out and attend even if you're not bike riding come see all the amazing stuff going on um, on that Saturday, August 12th. We have a couple other brief announcements to make, so if you're able to stick around, that'd be wonderful. So let's jump right into it. So along with the Chicagoland Tour de Cure, we have a lot of amazing St. Charles events that are coming up soon that you do not want to miss out on. Events such as the Amazing Race Stomach the Challenge on August 5th, Jazz Weekend in September, Scarecrow in October, 
as well as the Hops or Hope 5K and Brewfest and Fox Valley Marathon and many, many more events. So make sure if you want to stay updated on all the events coming here that you download our Travel St. Charles app where you can find all those events listed out in our events tab and to be able to make sure that you have them marked on your calendars today. Speaking of events, we also have STC Live going strong right now. If you want to go check that out, it's on Wednesday and Friday nights at venues throughout St. Charles. So if you're looking for a new place to go listen to some live music or go visit visit one of your favorites, go check that out on our website, www.stcalliance.org slash stclive. You can also find the updated performances on our Travel St. Charles app as well. If you're looking to stay updated on all the St. Charles news, of course, we recommend that you uh, subscribe to our podcast, but also if you want to subscribe to our What's Up St. Charles newsletter. We put in all sorts of information about what's going on in St. Charles, including some of the events, but also some businesses that are hosting their own events or deals or promotions that you don't want to miss out on. So you can go and subscribe to that on our website. All you have to do is go to www.sccalliance.org. Go scroll to the bottom where it'll say subscribe to our newsletter, input your email, and then we'll get you all set and squared away to go receive our newsletter. So make sure to check that out and subscribe if you can. So that's all we have for our break between the podcast. We hope you enjoyed listening to our episode so far, and let's get right back into the action to find out what's up, St. Charles. Welcome back, everyone. We're now going to dive into part two, where we're going to talk about the Tour de Cure race itself. So, you know, uh, let's talk about some concrete details with some background stuff. So can you guys tell us what is the American Diabetes Association? Yeah, so the ADA is the nation's leading uh, voluntary health organization whose mission is to prevent and cure diabetes and to improve the lives of all those affected by diabetes. Yeah. And so, and, you know, can you talk a little about a little bit about diabetes too? Cause I know, you know, a lot affects many, many people, you know, it's something I think that everyone kind of knows about, or at least has like heard the, the word before, but, you know, may not be too familiar. So, you know, maybe just like a brief, you know, description of what the disease is and, you know, how many families it affects. Yeah, absolutely. So first and foremost, Kayla and I are not healthcare professionals. So <laughs> any, any like strong worded questions like that, we can't, no, this is not medical advice. Um, but diabetes <laughs> is a problem with your uh, body where your blood glucose or your blood sugar levels rise to higher than normal. Um, you might have also heard this as called hyperglycemia. Um, and there are, are a few different types of diabetes, type 1, type 2, and a condition called gestational diabetes, which occurs in pregnant women. Um, and if you have diabetes, your body either doesn't make insulin, can't use the insulin it does make, or a combination of both. Um, and approximately 993,000 people in Illinois, or 10% of the adult population, have diagnosed diabetes. There's 37 million in the U.S. who have diagnosed diabetes, wow. and 90 million have pre-diabetes. Um, and that's really all why we're here, right? Um, to support those living with diabetes through all of our local programs, as well as our advocacy and research nationally. Absolutely. And how long has the ADA been present in, like, in Illinois? Yeah, so in Illinois, um, we don't specifically have a year, so it would just be the ADA in general. Um, so for 80-plus years, the ADA has been helping people living with diabetes win the fight against uh, diabetes and its complications and to really improve the lives of all people affected by the disease. Um, and so we were founded in 1940. 
And can you talk a little bit about, um, you know, the services that you offer families and individuals that are uh, affected by diabetes? Yeah, so nationally, we have our advocacy and research, um, which we've mentioned before. Um, but then locally, we have several core events um, that Kayla and I work on personally to bring to those living with diabetes in Illinois and Wisconsin. Um, we have Project Power, which is our diabetes prevention program. Um, this is usually youth-based, but we've been recently bringing it to the adult market as well. Um, and then we have our ADA summer camps for children living with type 1, which I mentioned earlier. Um, we have three in Illinois and one in Wisconsin. Um, and actually, our first one in the summer kicked off yesterday in Montessori. Awesome. So that's all awesome. exciting. Um, and then we have our State of Diabetes, which is a community access and education event. Um, this takes place in November, um, and we'll have panel discussions as well as free healthcare screenings for community members. Um, and then, of course, our tour to cure um, coming to St. Charles this year, which we'll talk about a little bit more later. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I want to jump into the, the tour to cure. Well, first off, I mean, how does that fit into the ADA's overall goal? Absolutely. So I would say 100% of fundraising goes to support um, those living with diabetes in Illinois specifically and a bucket nationwide as well, too. Um, so that manifests in several different ways through research, advocacy efforts, um, our programs like our camps for kids, um, living <coughs> type one, um, and some of the fundraising efforts also go to support um, our local events like tour as well. Awesome, awesome. And when, like, just the details of the event, event when and where is it again? Yes, so our event will take place on Saturday, August 12th at Potawatomi Park. Um, and depending on if folks are physically riding in the event, um, there are different check-in and start times. Um, however, majority of our friends and families arrive around 10 a.m. Um, yeah. and the event usually ends around 3, 3.30. Awesome. I know we're super excited for the event to take place. And I have to ask, why St. Charles? Why did you guys choose St. Charles? Yeah, um, I think, of course, we were looking for a new location. Potawatomi Park is a brand new location for us this year. Um, we chose St. Charles because of the location and atmosphere as well, too. Um, it's not far from our previous location at River Edge Park in Aurora, okay. um, but we've also had, of course, amazing support from you all um, and our close relationship with um, the mayor, Laura. Um, so St. Charles was definitely an easy choice for us this year. Awesome. Well, like I said, we're super excited to have you guys and super excited for the event. Can you uh, dive in a little bit more into the some of the local support and collaborations you have going on with the event? Yeah, so um, we've been out to St. Charles a number of times. Um, and we've had amazing support from um, our local the local businesses such as Hotel Baker, um, Smith Physical Therapy, Ultra Brewing as well, donating beer this year, which is awesome. Um, same with Bike Shop as well and um, his team members, um, you all as well, and then Laura too. Um, so we're grateful for you know the support and dedication to our event this year um, and everyone will be attending this year, which is awesome. So we're really excited about everyone coming out and then supporting our event this year. Of course. Well, like I said, you know, we're excited for it. And are you guys still looking for volunteers for the event? Yes. So day of event, bring it all, all the people you can. Uh, we're always looking for, for volunteers. Um, so we really need volunteers at our rest stops. Um, we have five rest stop locations this year, um, as well as like on-site cheering um, for, for those um, that come in and then cheering for them going out as well too, and then on the routes. Um, so we do have um, a signup.com site where folks can visit and learn more about the um, open volunteer opportunities. That's awesome. Great. Thank you. Yeah. And so, you know, I want to take us through kind of more like the day of stuff and what people can, can kind of expect with the, the ride and everything. So, you know, what are, to start with, what are some of the mile and trail ranges for people that may be interested in participating in the bike ride? 
Yeah, so we have a bunch of different routes. We really try to structure the event to be, you know, friendly for everyone, whether you're a seasoned cyclist or you just want to come out and ride with your family. Right. Um, so we have routes from 63, 30, 12, and 5 miles. Um, and then we'll have rest stops along all of those routes so everybody can, you know, take a break as needed. Um, you'll head out west from Pottawatomie Park across the Fox River and then into the larger Kane County area. Um, a large portion of the route, I believe, will be across the Great Western Trail. Um, so I, I think it's it's crushed uh, gravel, I believe, is what the riding is on the trail. Um, but there will be some paved uh, parts as well. Right. Um, and then all of our routes are on our riding GPS page. If you want to pre-ride or check them out um, ahead of time just to see what you're in for, you can search the American Diabetes Association on riding GPS. Um, and then the Chicago Land Tour de Cure is linked under the events with Perfect. all of Awesome. And so, you know, with people, you know, coming for the race, can they ride solo or, you know, ride with a team or, and how does kind of the registration work if someone wants to register for the uh, event? Yeah, absolutely. So you can ride solo or on a team. We do encourage teams just for, you know, safety reasons. It's greater to have a group with you. Um, and probably but, a little bit more fun, too. Yeah, definitely a little <laughs> bit more fun. Especially if you got some celebrities yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you ever want to ask about the World Series while you're riding with your Perfect. World yep. Series winner team. <laughs> um, and then, like I said before, we do have rest stops, too. So if you do ride solo um, and you feel you need a break, you can always stop at those rest stops. And we'll have volunteers there as well um, to, you know, help you get water, snacks, cheer you on, whatever, all that. Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, for the team side of it, you know, um, you know, can people, you know, make them with, I know you guys recommend with like companies or, you know, family and friends and, you know, how does it go with like the fundraising aspect side of, you know, the tour to cure, tour to cure race today or today coming up? <laughs> yeah. So we do have a large amount of corporate teams um, and we usually partner with them and, you know, help them build a large team within their uh, you know, their employee resource groups, um, different departments in their company, but we also do have a large amount of friends and family teams as well. Some of them have even been participating in our tour for 20 years, um, yeah. which is crazy. So we do have a strong uh, relationship there with them. Um, in terms of fundraising, it is a minimum $250 to ride. Um, but to me, that's easy to meet. It's ten dollars. Ten people donating twenty five dollars. So you right. can reach out on social media um, to get that from people, or you know, do other type of campaigns in person and stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. And if if you know if you're interested in participating, where should where should you go to sign up? Yeah, so you can visit diabetes.org forward slash Chicago Tour. Registration takes about three to five minutes, and it's really easy. Um, and if anybody has any questions, they can always reach out to myself or Kayla. We're more than happy to help you through it. That's awesome. And I, you know, I noticed you guys had a, a, like a fundraising toolkit on your website that, you know, makes it easy for people to raise money. Can you just, uh, talk a little bit about that? Absolutely. So we have toolkits for fundraising efforts, um, being a team captain, uh, raising funds via social media. We have a guide for our Toy Cure app, how to train for everything. Um, we have a ton of of um, PDF files to, to share out. Um, so we make it really easy to fundraise. Um, so once folks register, they have their own personal fundraising webpage where they can edit their goals, um, send emails out to their team members, uh, fundraise via socials as well. 
So fundraising with you know Facebook or LinkedIn as well, that usually um, is, is a, a big hit. Um, and adding their personal stories and pictures. So it's very straightforward. Um, it's very easy to navigate. Um, and if you have any questions, right, that might not be covered in the material, we're happy to, to help every step of the way. And do you guys have like, you know, certain like fundraising levels? I saw that there was some gear that you can get if you raise certain amounts. Yes. So um, like Olivia was mentioning, the minimum to physically ride in the event is 250. Um, so at the 250 level, participants will receive a day of event t-shirt. Um, and if they indicate they live with diabetes, they will receive a red rider jersey as well. So our red riders are those who live with diabetes, so type 1, type 2, even pre-diabetes and gestational. Um, and so the recognition gifts go up from there. Um, so at the 500 level, they'll receive a Tour de Cure Dave event jersey. Um, at the $1,000 level, they'll be considered a champion. Um, so they'll get a pullover. Um, at the $2,500 level, they'll get a Camelback Hydro Pack, which is awesome. And at the $5,000 $5, level, they'll receive a Herschel Double Bag. So all great things. And if folks do not want to receive recognition gifts, they can take their um, fundraising and just make sure it's dedicated to, to the ADA instead of receiving recognition gifts. Oh, that, that's super cool. And uh, I mean, obviously we have the race going on, but post-race, is there anything for participants to take part in? Absolutely. So we'll be there. We'll have lots of, of activities on site post-race. So we'll have breakfast available all day. Uh, we'll have lunch midday as well. Uh, kids zone with games and uh, face painting. We'll have a DJ um, announcement throughout the day as well, too. Um, and most importantly, our wellness village. So the wellness village is an area where folks can learn more about diabetes, um, visit our partners, right, our sponsors, um, and learn more about their companies and how it relates to diabetes as well. Um, and folks can receive free flu shots, too, from our friends at uh, Walgreens and CVS. So it'll definitely be a party all day <laughs> even when they come back. Absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, any advice if this is, you know, someone's first first time doing it? Any tips or tricks, advice? Um, I would say if you're riding um, one of our longer routes, we suggest doing a little bit of training beforehand. Sure. Um, it's not a race, um, but you want to, you know, be prepared physically. Um, right. Make sure you have the proper supplies as well as like shoot, proper shoes, helmet, of course. Everybody has to wear a helmet day of event, um, water, snacks, and things like that, which we'll provide on our rest stops. But, you know, just training wise, um, I would suggest that. Um, and then also for Dave event, we want folks to utilize the rest stops, you know, obviously take a break, uh, use the restroom, get a snack, rehydrate, um, and our red riders. So we ask folks to uh, make sure they come prepared with their diabetes medication, any technology or devices um, needed to help uh, manage their, their diabetes while riding. Absolutely. So, so that'll bring us uh, close to the end here for our podcast. We just got two more questions for you guys. So is there anything else that you'd like to uh, share about the American Diabetes Association? Um, I think just that, you know, Kayla and I and our Illinois team are really excited to be in St. Charles this year. Um, we've had such an amazing experience working with the Business Alliance and other community partners in the area. And we're just really excited for tour this year and to continue to ingrain ourselves in the St. Charles community. Absolutely. Kayla, anything that you would like to add as well? Yeah, absolutely. Um, definitely, of course, thank you for, for your support again. And even if you're not into writing, please come and check out our event in August and we, we hope to see you there. So thank you guys. 
Yeah, and thank you guys for choosing St. Charles again as the the destination. We we're so excited for the race. It's hard to believe it's almost a month away. So, um, <laughs> but it's gonna be so much fun, and we're we're looking so so forward to it. So, you know, thank you guys for all your hard work and your passion, and to to bringing this here. So, absolutely. Thanks so much to the Business Alliance for their help and for having us on the podcast today. Absolutely. So thank you, Olivia and Kayla, for coming in today. We really appreciate it. And again, we're so excited for this event to come here and make sure to check out um, all the things that ADA has to offer. Speaking of, where can people find some more information about ADA and all the good things going on there? Absolutely. So you can visit diabetes.org. Um, it has all the information about diabetes, healthy living, um, and our programs nationwide too as well. So that is our, our, our main webpage. Awesome. Very good. So um, thank you all again for listening. We'll have more podcast episodes coming down the line. So until then, everyone, stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you all next time.